1: Welcome to another episode of Pit Lane Parlay. I am your host, Mike Jokum. Frenchie is here. We are going to talk about some race cars. We're going to talk about some movies. We're going to talk about, I don't know, whatever else comes to mind. But you know what we're not going to talk about, Frenchie? IndyCar test times. Because test times don't mean anything. And people who think test times mean anything are silly. That is our, like, that's like a Sesame Street PSA for the day. That being said, let's let's take a step back and go to some non-racing questions to start. I have a few because I think these are, like, kind of, I don't say kind of easy, but they're not, like, you don't need, like, a well-drawn-out answer to come up with these. Would you rather have no knees or no elbows?
2: <laughs> and I'm assuming that the limbs would be amputated essentially no not necessarily
1: like you could have like no elbow like you'd have an arm it just doesn't bend
2: then you really couldn't pick that many things up but i think i'd rather have no arms and no No elbows elbows then yeah because you can walk without that but then you can't drive you can't do a lot of things i don't know whatever no knees let's just go with that i'm going with no
1: knees too for that same reason like, it, it it might be a little hard, but I think it's at least you could still, you might have to sit kind of different to drive your car, but you could make it work at least. Okay. We, would you
2: rather lose the ability to lie or believe everything you're told? I'd lose the ability to lie then, because I would yeah. just not say anything. I'm not a very good liar to begin with. Me so, either. yeah, I, I don't want to believe, I believe very little that I'm told anyway. Yes, yes, I can
1: confirm this is accurate. I would also agree with you on your answer for that. Okay, here's one more. These are just from like a random list. Nobody sent me these or anything. I'm just kind of looking at them as we go here. And I'm 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 choose I want to choose one more, but I don't know. Okay. No, that's that's boring. We will go with <laughs> would you rather have lots of small bad things happen to you throughout any given month or have one day per month where lots of bad things happen to you?
2: I guess I'd go with the one day just then I could prepare for it, and I just deal I... with it on that day yeah <laughs> i I again agree with you i I feel like
1: the like, a bunch of small bad things happening to you is kind of the story of, like, I don't know, some of my life. So, like, I, I'm kind of over that whole thing, and I would just, like, one day a month that, like, things are bad.
2: Yeah, I would just hide in my house probably during that day to avoid as many yeah. negative Yeah, turn off my phone, nice. uh, hide in the house, get a dog walker to walk the dog, like, you know, just leave nothing
1: to chance. At least I can control the bad things that happen to me. Maybe. Okay. That's what I got there. Unless you want me to do one more, if you're enjoying these random the randomness,
2: it's about the listener. So I think we should provide them with more of this frivolous content. Okay, all right. Let's do one more in
1: this. Let's let's get out of the would you rather's. I will go with actually. I know would you rather's are kind of funny. Uh, I don't... I haven't seen The Matrix, so I can't... I haven't seen the entirety of The Matrix, so I can't ask that one. (laughs) Would you... No, that's... that's, Okay. Would you rather only be able to whisper or only be able to
2: shout? Ooh. I guess whisper. Okay. Because... People can move closer to you. I think if I could only shout, people would get very angry at me in a lot of different (laughs) situations.
1: I will say only shout, because I can't whisper to save my life anyway. So those who are around me know I'm kind of a loud talker to begin with. So I don't know. I don't think it would change all that much for me. And now... I'll, I'll 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 segue into one, IndyCar thing and then Frenchie will run from there. Jack Harvey did the testing for Dale Coin Racing yesterday and today at Homestead. Today is Tuesday as we record this. So and we're not gonna look at testing times. I haven't even bothered looking at them. So that's I all did. I'm gonna say. What's that? I looked at them, but I'm not gonna say anything. Yeah, I didn't I didn't even bother. So, yeah,
2: that's, that's what we got there. Frenchie, take it away. Continuing on the IndyCar side, we had some other news today that Marco Andretti mm-hmm. is officially mm-hmm. back for the Indy 500 with a primary sponsor on the 98 car. It's spelled M-A-P-E-I, and we looked it up. It's an Italian chemical manufacturing company from Milan. I'm going to guess that said "mape" or "mape." I'm not sure how you say it correctly, but that's my guess. So we'll learn how to pronounce that correctly. But he's back. I mean, his results of the last few years have been pretty terrible. I was looking earlier when this was announced. (laughs) But hey, I mean, he's still pretty young. So why not? I do have a question for you after this. But the last thing I'll say on this piece of news is that Mappe will be a sponsor on the number 27 car. They'll be an official partner. So Kirkwood's car throughout the entire season. He'll have it, yeah, on his car. So I guess they just really are going all in with this sponsor.
1: I mean, having a, like a tiny sticker on the car, which is probably what it'll be for Kirkwood... It's probably just a sweetener, like, hey, if you sponsor the Indy 500 for Marco, we'll put a sticker on our car the rest of the year. So I don't think the full season thing really has all that much
2: bearing on anything at all, to be totally honest with you. One other little tidbit, we found that the current CEO of Mape is also named Marco, so maybe that's why he's sponsoring Marco. Yeah, 100%. Yeah, yeah, it could be that. Mm-hmm. My question for you that I was thinking about earlier is, what happens if Marco wins? Like, what does he do from there? Does he just
0: hang Retires. up his helmet
2: and retire? Okay, that's what you yep. think he would do? 100%. Okay. 100%. Yeah. If, listen, yes, 100%. I'll just leave it at that. So you don't think that, like, inspires him to continue driving and reignites his career no. in any way? No. Okay. No, definitely not. Right. I, 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 get, I, I I thought that's what you might be getting at, but no. I do not. I do not think that. I mean, I would like him to win the 500 because of the Andretti family just to break that and also maybe just to have some respect on his name, kind of redeem his career. I have no problem with him
1: winning or you know podiuming or or doing well or anything. Honestly, I'd probably prefer him to win than any of the other Andretti drivers in May, so you know Colton Kirkwood, Marcus So Marcus already won. So he he doesn't
2: count. Yeah. Yeah. He doesn't count. (laughs) So yeah, I'll I'll just leave it at that. All right. The other piece of IndyCar news that I have for today is that yes, there's another lawsuit going on about Laguna Seca. I guess because of its status as like, a, it's owned by the County Board of Supervisors or something like that. But so there was some group that on December 12th, of last year called Highway 68 Coalition. They filed a lawsuit against Monterey County alleging nuisance issues for local residents, including increased noise and traffic during its use on race weekends and track days, and complaining about all that kind of stuff. I guess what's going on is... Laguna Seca has responded, and what they said is, it is inf- it is unfortunate that certain individuals have chosen to file a complaint against the county concerning operations at Laguna Seca, but basically the county does not recognize any merit to the allegations and expects a favorable legal conclusion. This is just- you know what Laguna Seca just said? They said, what
1: <laughs> <laughs> ha <That's a creepy laughs> laugh. <laughs> I know. <laughs> wow. That's probably irritating to listen to when when people actually listen to this week, but that's it is what it
2: is. That's fine. It's gonna haunt people. I don't. How that's does it really bother me. that many people? I don't. I don't know. So these are whatever the the Karens of that area yeah. just getting upset. The racetrack has been there for a long time. They're trying to seek its reduction in its usage and noise levels it already has a whole bunch of restrictions on when the track can be used like when action can happen on track Mm -hmm. you know not too early and not too late i I i just don't get it i mean what do they want to do with that land just get rid of it completely if people aren't angry they get
1: bored not not like people like in general just like that type of person
2: who makes these ridiculous lawsuits yeah, I was expecting this to be someone who was going to hammer it on environmental terms and say something about yeah, how it's yeah. not good for the environment. But this this sounds even worse. This is just someone whining. They don't even have a legitimate argument here. Exactly, exactly. And that's what the county said, like like you uh, just remarked. No, so the,
1: the county the county said, "Ha ha 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 ha
2: ha ha ha." You could do it again. <laughs> all right (laughs) i don't know if that
1: one was as good because i don't remember exactly how the laugh sounded but that's what i was trying for
2: if that was that you actually laughed i probably would not be friends with you
1: have you ever seen there's a clip (laughs) i don't i yeah that's fair i haven't seen i haven't seen it a while but it's like on like you know instagram real tiktok whatever it's like this girl who can laugh without like like moving her face muscles it's so like i mean it's like what you see in a horror movie I'll look it up on on YouTube while, while you bring up the next topic and and send it to you if I can.
2: Yeah, I haven't seen that, so I, I'd like to see that now. It sounds like a very interesting. I don't I don't want to say talent because I don't know what to call that, but thing that she figured out she could do somehow. <laughs> That's one of those things that like how did you, how did you determine that you were able to do this, and what was the situation that you would ever use it? But good for her that she found her internet fame by doing it yeah like her friend uh, put a camera
1: up and she just like turns around in the hallway and laugh I mean it's 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 pretty like and I like creepy movies but yeah there's actually a whole I just found this it's from 10 years ago 16 people laughing without smiling but like I think this girl is like this girl is by far the freakiest or best one I don't know whatever you Whatever you want to call it.
2: All right, I'll have to watch this after we were done recording just to yeah. fully grasp the context of what you're talking about. But I think that's it for IndyCar. We have some F1 news, but is there anything else you can think of on the IndyCar side? Nope. All right. In that case, the big news, as we communicated in the past that said it was going to happen, is that Madrid was announced as... I guess a race joining the F1 calendar from 2026 onward. And looking at the news, it's going to be a 5.47 kilometer circuit, like in the city. And it'll have 20 corners, a lap time of about a minute and a half. They have space for like 110,000 fans. And it's already a deal that will run from 2026 to 2035. So just like Las Vegas, before the race has even gone ahead for the first time, they already have a decade-long deal. I'm seeing stuff that it's going to have a banked corner, similar to the one in Zandvoort. It's going to have some tunnels. So hopefully they'll make it cool. I like that it's actually in the city itself. It's not like Miami, where it's... In the Miami metro area. city. Wink, wink. Right. So that's cool, like Vegas. This is going to be successful probably for a lot of reasons, but it's a major city in in Europe. I mean, that's cool for F1 to be there. Sure. Hopefully it'll be good racing, not kind of too narrow for it to have uh, some good racing. But I think that when you have Fernando Alonso and Carlos Sainz, assuming that Alonso will still be in F one by twenty twenty six. He it's will. It's gonna be a huge deal. And this is the seems to be the way that F one is going. I saw a meme, I think I actually retweeted it. That basically as Formula E is moving towards more traditional race tracks and circuits, like you did permanent circuits. That. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Formula <laughs> One is moving to the street tracks. So it's interesting to see them reversing, but are you excited about this at all? Is it... Nope. I mean, we knew it was happening, but are you yep. disappointed in it? Like, yep. Does the layout look underwhelming? Nope.
1: Yes. Okay. I, I mean, listen, the track might look cool, especially if there's some tunnels or, you know, a Zanvort-type corner, which I think is a pretty cool kind of unique feature for a, a road track to have a almost banked oval-type turn. hmm But it doesn't mean it's going to race well, A, B city circuits in general. And this is just like my personal opinion. Are my least favorite type of racetrack in terms of just the overall racing, the atmosphere, being able to walk around. Oh yeah, yeah, to cool be at because, the event, it's the worst because you can't see yeah, anything. I don't enjoy. I don't Which like on watching TV them on cool. TV. Oh. I I disagree. I I think on TV it's still my least favorite, and I don't think like like and I'm just saying like city circuit. Natural Road Course and Oval as, like, the three, like, simplifying you know, simplifying the terms. But in terms of those three, City Circuits are my least favorite, and it's not even, like... To me, it's not even close. You, you might be able to convince me otherwise. I'm not saying, you know, like, I... It's like an opinion I'm gung-ho on, but at this point in my life, I'm... I know what I like, and I know what I don't like. But I also... You know this this track is going to be on the schedule the first year of the apparent new car, which you know could just be a total train wreck if there are lots of reliability issues with en- new engines or whatever. But I don't know. I got to be honest with you. I don't care. I don't really like. I saw the announcement. I didn't pay any attention to it. I mean, I paid attention to it, but I did, I paid no mind to it after I saw the announcement I saw the meme you sent me. It was funny and then I stopped caring about it. I am totally off... I am still off
2: the F1 bandwagon, about 98%. Well, on that note, I was actually going to say that I think this reflects the shift, overall shift uh, for F1, away from diehard racing fans to Mm -hmm. casual, you know, individuals who just want to check out an event. And so this is great for them. It's in the city, right? I mean, it'll the disruption in the traffic that may piss off a lot of people who have no interest in the event. But for those who want to check out F1, have never been and know about it, but maybe aren't fans, this is a great way to get them there because they don't have to drive out or take a train or do whatever it is to some remote area. It's right there in you know on their front door, so to speak.
1: Yeah, but how is this accessible to the, let's just say, casual race fan, That if the casual race fan doesn't make a shitload of money yeah well that's that's an interesting i mean i day. know i know that's not exactly what you're getting at and I, under, I understand what you're getting at i'm just wanted to bring that point up as well
2: no but we saw what they did with miami i mean it's to bring in people who aren't race fans it was to bring yeah. in influencers celebrities rich people who just want to be seen at the event it's a cultural i guess event on the calendar rather than really a race so I just hope that they keep enough of their pure, let's say, race events for it to sure. remain more than just a glorified spectacle. But the important part, I guess we'll add to this, is that Stefano Domenicali has told, I think, F1.com, among other sources, that the Madrid race does not mean that F1 will be leaving Barcelona. Um, Spain has supported two events in the past. The European Grand Prix was won at, or I guess it was at Jerez, I think from 94, or in 94 and 97. Yeah, definitely 97. And then they had Valencia in addition to Barcelona too from like 2008 to 2012. So Barcelona may not be going away, but it may also be the end of Barcelona after this deal i don't know what their contract situation is but i just think it's funny that barcelona was one of the most complained about whined about tracks by f1 fans and now that it's being taken away for a street track they actually realize oh there is something worse and this is it
1: yeah yeah listen i'm i'm definitely i guess i'm guilty of that too so i uh yeah all right fair point
2: Still hate it. We were also right on the news about whatever, Visa, Cash App, Racing Bulls, because there's been a whole thing on, I think it's AlphaTauri's Instagram, about saying goodbye to the team. And it's like they're acting like they're becoming a whole new organization. It's just a rebrand. Calm down, guys. But <laughs> we got the correct information on that. The last piece, and I've shared this in our Twitter group, So if people want to be on the inside, just message either I or host and come join us in there. But it looks like Otmar Safnauer, your favorite, and what was his nickname from you again? Oatmeal. Yeah. Was going to, or is likely to be hired by Haas to replace Gunther Steiner. We're hearing that from some sources, so... My sources so far have been right on everything they've been willing to tell me and told me that I could share with the world. I do have a few things that I
0: am not allowed to share yet that I... Every fan knows the right player in the right position can be a game changer. Put LifeLock between your identity and identity thieves to monitor and alert you to threats you could miss. Plus with a US-based restoration specialist on your team, you won't have to face drained accounts fraudulent loans or other losses from identity theft alone all backed by the lifelock million dollar protection package change the game on identity theft save up to 25 percent your first year at lifelock.com aware
1: sports stars they're like superheroes
0: but they're actually real which is why we've made a podcast about them you see They've all got a story. But too many of these stories were cut short. Kobe Bryant. Payne Stewart. Flojo. Phil Hughes. Justin Fashionew. We're writing episodes about all of them.
1: And sadly, many more.
2: Death of a Sports Star. A new series from Crowd Network. We'll eventually release from these sources too, but it looks like that's going to happen are you excited about this? Is that good news for Haas? Bad news for Haas? Does it matter? I just don't Does it? Understand? I guess I would truly have to
1: understand what his role will be versus the guy they promoted, whose oh, yeah. name I'm not going to try Komatsu. to pronounce. Yeah, yeah, him. To so, like truly understand,
2: but I mean, what has Oatmeal done that's been successful? Uh no. I think when we were discussing him, I was like, well, he's been fired from. Let's see. Five jobs or something, four four teams, three teams, so five Force teams. Force India, he got fired in 2022 and then he left Alpine in 2023. So, yeah, he was fired from two different jobs within like the span of a year. I guess Haas is probably the team that's picking up the scraps. So, you're at the ultimate bottom of the grid. If you get fired from Haas, Atmar, I think that's the end of the road in F1. There is no chance to come back because as he's moved down the grid. But hey, maybe he'll just cash out and he still wants to be in F1 and he'll use this. And then he'll have the credibility of being the team principal of three different F1 teams and can move on to like sports cars or something. Yeah, then he'll move on to like...
1: The British Formula Touring e. Car Series, because that's the only series at this point that will probably take a chance on him. No, no offense to any people who legit. are actually fans of that series, but yeah, I don't... E-Scooter. I
2: don't. <laughs> we haven't dropped an E-Scooter reference this year, I don't think, so there's the first one.
1: Yeah, no, that's that's totally... That's that's a good point, man. Listen, E-Scooter is the, it's the real deal. If I ever say that, that's like... You know, like, when they're like... If I say... Like, that meme is like, if I say this, you know it's time to, like... You know, knock me out unconscious it's like you know pull the plug it's like if i say e-scooter is the next
2: big racing series is that like a yeah, cry for help the plug. that would be essentially that's a cry for help yeah okay. yeah so <laughs> i know it's code now if you're kidnapped and held against your will mm-hmm. the last thing if i, I think... text you out of the okay. blue
1: something about e-scooter and being super excited i've been kidnapped <laughs>
2: oh boy okay that was all the f1 stuff the only thing i had left is that i saw the ferrari movie last week if you wanted to hear my review yeah. i didn't give you my review i don't think because i wanted you do to... not i'm
1: gonna
2: i'm gonna put myself on mute and let
1: you talk to the crowd about the movie and yeah
2: go so i know it's not brand new it came out i think on christmas so i'm about a month late which is actually pretty fast for me to see movies given that most of the movies I watched. It's not watch, too bad. Yeah. So, I mean, I saw it the other day. I'm going to say that Michael Mann is an amazing director. I love his movies. Collateral, Heat, Thief, The Insider. Those are also my favorite movies. Miami Vice, one of my favorite shows. So, he was great. Is great. This movie was for people who are deep, deep into histor- like historical racing. It does not provide you with any context or any hand-holding. And there's only about two scenes of racing in it. So out of, I think it's a 130-minute movie, I'd say there's probably 10 minutes or less of actual in-car action. And it covers just the year 1957, so a year after Enzo's son Dino had died his marriage is in a difficult spot because he was philandering with different women throughout his life. I was reading that he was just known for having affairs. But it's, it's more about Enzo. It's a character study. I mean, you do have some drivers in there. You have some cars in there. But it's all about how complicated Enzo was as a person. How Machiavellian he was in controlling that team. The cool part, I thought, was that it really gave you an insight into how influential the different women that were in his life were, because I don't think they've received any credit, and that's pretty interesting to me. It also gives you a bit of context for how Piero Ferrari, the current chairman of the Ferrari group, grew up, and the whole issue about being the illegitimate son that Enzo had had with a mistress, and being accepted into the family and whatnot. So it's a good movie. I'd rate it. I don't know. It was was okay. I'm not going to... It's not going to be one that I will add to the list of excellent racing movies. I mean, I think Rush and Ford versus Ferrari were way better. I mean, they had probably a lot more Hollywood drama thrown in and maybe some more not unrealistic, you know, just extra details added for the excitement of the story. This does not have that. Michael Mann strived for realism, and I think he did a good job. So, if you're into Ferrari, if you're curious about him as a person, if you've read any of his biographies, I would say check this out. It's worth it. Um, but yeah, I took my fiance, and she, I could tell in the middle, it, the movie is slow, like it was dragging. So, yeah it's not what you would expect from a normal racing movie. It's it's a lot more about him. And he was a very complex figure. So you'll either come away hating him or loving him or a little bit of both like I did.
1: Yeah, I had heard somewhere online after the movie came out that it really wasn't a racing movie. It was just a history piece with a bit of racing. Yeah. So, yeah, girlfriend asked me, she's like, do you want to you go see it? I know you've wanted to go to the movies. I'm like, no. I'm like, I'd rather wait for something that, like, I'd rather, if, if, when that goes on streaming one day, I'll I'll watch it on streaming, Yeah, but I'm not going out of my way. I actually, this is not totally non-racing related, but speaking of, like, movies, since occasionally we talk about movies or TV shows, watched, it's streaming on HBO Max, and I'm not, like, I don't know a lot about musicals or the history behind them, but I watched one it was like a movie version kind of streamed on hbo max by the same guy who directed hamilton called in the heights Miranda? is that him yeah uh-huh yeah it's it's about like washington heights the new york city neighborhood yeah it was really good it was very kind of heartwarming and uplifting the entire time and it's very long it's I don't know if it's three hours long, but it's pretty damn close. It was. I'll look for you. Yeah, it was. It was on the longer end, to the point where, you know, we paused it at one point because I think I had I had to let the dog out, and I was like, "Holy shit!" There's still you know an hour and twenty seven minutes left in this. It might wow. be two and a half hours. I think that that would be my like guess without remembering what time we started
2: it the other day. Where stuff about the play oh film adaptation here we go yeah uh oh, this came out in 2021 okay yeah yes it is 143 minutes which is two hours and 23 minutes so almost two and a half yeah. hours all right so i was i wasn't far off anyway if that's your if that's your thing it's i
1: highly recommend it it was really really good Especially if you're having like a bad day or something, it's something that will bring some cheer into your life, which is not something I usually watch. So, I know it's very out of the horror movie on Netflix category that I tend to gravitate to when I'm when I'm bored. But anyway, that's all we got. We'll be back next week. You got one more thing.
2: It okay. is that contest we oh, mentioned yeah, last you week. Just go ahead. Yeah. That. You're supposed to guess, listeners, who we are interviewing next week, I believe it is, right? Isn't it next week? Yeah. Okay. So, which day is it next week? Wednesday or Tuesday?
1: Uh, I think we're recording next Tuesday afternoon.
2: Okay, so, listeners have until, I guess, Tuesday. No, until this episode comes out next week, so that would be what, like, Thursday? This episode
1: comes out in two or three days we'll put it out friday oh that episode that episode will come out yeah that episode will come out we'll make it friday february 2nd okay so that's the deadline for people to guess submit that well no you have to have your guess in by the end of february 1st because the episode's going to drop at midnight february 2nd yeah so you have to
2: have it in before the episode
1: becomes an episode
2: okay so we just didn't provide enough context for this contest and i wanted to do that because if we're gonna give away prizes, people have to know how to get them.
1: I just wanted it to be vaguely ambiguous so that you had to try to guess and figure it out, and you probably didn't want to do that. So then you panicked. And on that, <laughs> me, note, that I no, panicked? not you. Just no, no, just like the list, like a listener. Panicked, we haven't even not, told people how panic. to submit
2: it though yet. Like, no, just just sh- send us a DM. Message on Twitter. it. Yes, message it to the pit lane parlay account or to either host or myself. But you have to be following all three of us to be eligible to win this prize. Yeah, so follow me. Or don't,
1: but then you don't win.
0: Every fan knows the right player in the right position can be a game changer. Put Lifelock between your identity and identity thieves to monitor and alert you to threats you could miss. Plus, with a US based restoration specialist on your team,